Hello, and welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I hope everyone has been enjoying the wonderful weather these past couple weeks. I'm not sure what it's been like for everyone else, but in our little neck of the woods, it's been hot as hell. Yeah, well, I'm right (laughs) next door, so. Well, today, as you can hear, we have a very extra special guest, a fan favorite, my mom. Hello! So, how have you been? Good, good. We might have picked the wrong place, though, to do this. What, you mean with everybody here all the time? <laughs> we just love you so much, Mom. We like uh, to be in your mom, your zone. Mom, mom. Every time you hear a click, there's a reason. We like to be in Mom's orbit. That's what you get for raising four girls all alone. No offense to our fathers, but... Hey, they were all good. They're still good. <laughs> sure. Okay. My dad is better now than he was. We, I think we've had that discussion before. Yes, yes, we have. Dad's great as an adult. As I'm an adult, dad's great. I love spending time with him. As a kid, <laughs> as a kid, I didn't see him because... He didn't like kids. He, he still kidding. don't like kids. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're not. He, he plays with kids, but pretty hard. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. He's a dad. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> before I know. we get into it, I want to cite my sources... I watched a YouTube video covering this case by Emma Kenny. Uh, she does a really good in-depth job. Like, I think her video is two hours long. So she, if uh, anybody checks her out, she does true crime cases. Check her out. Is she doing makeup? No, she just does true crime. She's British, I think. All right. Yeah. Also, we have crimeslab.com, investigationdiscovery.com, voxbliss.com, talkmurder.com. And there's a book covering the case called Runaway Devil by Robert Remington. Mm. There's a lot out there in the world about the case and for a good reason. So once we get into the details of the case, you'll see why it's such a widely covered case. Alrighty, um, before we get into it, trigger warning for child murder, suicide, murder in general, that kind of talk. Gore, death. <laughs> it's in the name. I know. <laughs> but we want to do a trigger warning for those who need it. On April 24th, 2006, in Leader, Saskatchewan, 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 a rookie RCMP named Constable Aaron Ewart, so RCMP Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Correct, correct. Even though they don't ride horses, they're still mounted. Oh, they don't ride? I don't think so, because oh. he was in his car. They might have, they probably have a whole maybe. fleet of horses. They've got to. Yeah, but maybe that's just like the name because, I mean, Mounties. Um, Royal. Canadian. Yeah. Mounted well, Patrol, police. I'm sure back when they mm-hmm. did use the horse. When you think of Canadian police, you think of like the, in the red suits on the horse. You know what I think Rocky of? Rocky Bullwinkle? Yes. That's yes. exactly <laughs> who I think of. Now we all know what they look like. Yeah. So he made a surprising arrest at a gas station. He arrested Jasmine Richardson, who at the time was 12 years old. Jeremy Steinke, who was 23 at the time. They also arrested two other teenage girls along with them. I believed one was named Casey Lancaster, who was 19, and another girl who I'm not sure her name or her age, but teenagers. Jasmine is 22, 23-year-old? Yeah, Jeremy Steinke. Stanky. Stanky. Stunky. Stanky. And then he can be stinky. Because uh-huh. He's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were found in the back of a little pickup truck under a canopy and Jasmine had no, no pants. <gasps> oh my God. He never got charged for that, but she You're had no kidding. pants on. Huh. 
What do you get charged with? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I, I look Let's literally sure you have a million questions. <laughs> I know. And I can't remember if you said it. Well, I know you told me what it was, but, and I looked it up. Why did she get arrested? Why did they get arrested? 12 year old getting arrested. Why didn't she have any pants on? Where are her parents? Uh, right? Shoplifting. Is she shoplifting? I don't know. Well, she no can't pants. It. <laughs> like that lady I saw in downtown Dover with the t-shirt. Oh. <sighs> I don't understand. <sighs> There's so many questions. There's so many crazy people out there. We just walk around she, with nothing. She looked wild. Lady Godiva. Uh, she had on a shirt. Just It was See pinched through? in the crotch. No, it was a dirty no. t-shirt. That's so disgusting. Yeah, I don't understand. People are probably like, where the fuck do you guys live? I, we live in a nice place. That's in Portsmouth. No, it was in downtown Dover. It was Dover. She was trying to get into the community like clothing store. So I'm assuming maybe she ripped her pants. Somebody stole her pants. Uh, Pooped her pants. Maybe they say, give me those pants. (laughs) She looked rough. We want to sell them. Like she sold her pants. Yeah. Yeah. She looked rough. Yeah. Consignment shop, maybe. Or drugs. Mm. Or she woke Mm. up like that. Ooh. And then looking for pants and not having any She wasn't like holding them. So obviously there was something holding it. Holding it together. Because I thought it was like a weird outfit. Yeah. Like what the fuck is she wearing? A onesie? Not a leftover. Yeah. Not a white walk of shame suit. No, she looked rough. No. Like a walk of, I just pinched my. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> so Mark and Deborah Richardson did not have it easy for themselves before they met. Both were struggling with addiction with both drugs and alcohol. They made a decision to try and fix their lives and went into an addiction recovery program. This is where they would meet. They found love and support within each other and fell in love. After finishing the program, they both then became sponsors who were very dedicated to helping others who were struggling. In 1991, Deborah and Mark are married and started a family. First to be born was Jasmine Richardson in 1993. Four years after Jasmine was born, the family welcomed a little boy named Jacob. Mark and Deborah did everything they could to make sure the kids were happy and healthy. They went on family vacations and gave the kids everything. Sometimes they would struggle financially, but I mean, who doesn't? Yep. That was a conversation we just had with Papuli where I'm like, I know my budget. I well, I don't live above my means because the I older just can't. you get, it seems like you have more money because you don't have as much responsibility, or you might have as much responsibility, yeah. but it's already earning the money. Yeah, according to Papuli, as <sighs> me and Hunter mm-hmm. arguing with him. <laughs> You're lucky he doesn't he makes, listen to this. He makes the choices. Uh, Everything you he does know, is a I choice. You know, I told you that it's oh. in his way. Well, that's it. He's very in his way. His choices are mine or none at all. Exactly. Like, okay. And then hence why he's been divorced how many times? Uh, Three. No. One more. Christina. That crazy lady who stole his house. Karen. Uh, Kathy. uh, Kathy. Yeah. Sorry. There's another one. And Carol passed away. She she died. So that's the thing. Julie, Christina, Carol, Kathy. So four. 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 But four marriages, one death, Mikhail and says three four. divorce. I, I, it's I, because he's set in his way. I mean, he is Greek. And, he's Greek, so this is a Greek thing. It got annulled in the church for him to be married to. Again, in the church. But Yaya died. Like, how did, why did it have to be annulled? Because he's still married until you're still married in, in, in death as well. Because when 
when you get married, they have rings that go on your yeah, head. I remember. And everything is done in threes for the Father, the Son, and the Holy yeah. Spirit. So the the rings unite you, and when you pass away and you die, those rings go with you. So when if there spouse, is a heaven, his Yaya Carol is going to be all by herself. What a dick. Because <laughs> that cattle lady sucked. I don't <laughs> She was the fucking worst. Oh my god, she was. I hated. Oh my I did god. not like her. Kathy. Uh, what the freak's her last name? I don't even know. I don't even care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carol was. Uh she perfect. was one that would kill her husband in his sleep. But no, Papuli killed her. <laughs> I know. No, just kidding. Not, just no, kidding. No, 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 that no. is I was satire, about folks. Kathy. Oh, Kathy. I was talking about Yaya. No, no, Yaya no, no. Was, was lovely. Yes, I love Yaya. Anyway, Yaya Carroll was great. She was. Go ahead, continue. People are like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" But he was—he's Greek, so he is. That's his way or the highway. Yes, I actually made Very Nathan strong. watch my big fat Greek wedding. Did he see? Did he get it? He did. Okay, but like the mother says in it, the the Greek man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck and can turn the head how she wants. <laughs> right. That's true. She's a smart woman because they always. Yep. Yep. Deborah always made sure to have home cooked meals and the kids would never know if they were struggling. Mark was promoted at his at his job at Ian in Canna Corp. And that meant the family's financial struggles were going to be over and the family moved to Medicine Hat, Canada. Mm. It's in Alberta. I've heard of that. Medicine Hat? Yes. There's only 63,000 people. Oh, really? Yeah. The That's pop- not very big. That was a population of 2021. 20, so Medicine Hat's more or less a small town. Big town. Small, big town. Small, big town. Yeah. Big town for the area. Yeah. In yeah. Medicine Hat, the Richardson Real. family was able to feel comfortable. They lived in a neighborhood with lots of friends. Bob Grodin said about the Richardsons, quote, They were the family we all wished we had. Deborah was the cement who built a pleasant, happy home. And Mark's only plan in life was to do right by his family. I lived vicariously through these those parents and really admired their devotion to family, unquote. It really seemed that things were going well for the family. That was until Jasmine started to change around the age of 11. <sighs> Before things started to go downhill, Jasmine was a happy-go-lucky girl. So yes. you remember some of it? No, but I... She, she got arrested 11. at 12, so... <sighs> She had good grades and was a good student. The kids attended a Catholic school. One of her friends and classmates described Jasmine as, quote, an understanding, decent, outgoing, and absolutely amazing person, end quote. Another one of her friends said, quote, when I met JR in grade six, she was kind and gentle and made an effort to befriend me and made me feel welcome, end quote. You might be wondering why I called her JR. Uh, is she a junior? No. Oh, Jasmine Richardson, oh, Jr. Jr. So uh, later you'll see why. So he pimps them out. Go ahead. Her? Her rather? No. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, you know, before we get any more, I want so you. <laughs> so you got why do you think he's a pimp? Because he was arrested with three girls underage. Yeah. Is that the only thing you think so far? Trafficker. Oh, so sex trafficking. Sex, yeah. But why would she get arrested? Well, for that's that? what. That's why I switched it. Oh, okay. <laughs> To pimp. Oh, Go okay. ahead. Continue. I'll get it at the end. 
at the end when I tell you. Yes. <laughs> I'll figure it out before the end. All Go right, ahead. We'll see. <laughs> Jasmine started to get, to get into wearing dark clothes and adopting a sort of goth lifestyle. She got into a web- website called vampirefreaks.com. On this website, she claimed she was 15 or 16. She started to wear short skirts, all black clothing, dark, heavy eyeliner. 11. Chains and dog collars. Oh, okay. Yeah. This all made her look older. She also started to draw tattoos on her hands and under her eyes. But she was going to a Catholic school. She was, I, yeah. Even people say that drives me crazy. Catholic schools. She, it's like, you know what? They get. She was doing satanic symbols and stuff like that. They which, get it worse just because they can. Yeah. She started getting in trouble with the dress code, obviously. Mm-hmm. And her grades started to slip. She was losing friends in school by scaring them and making them feel uncomfortable. She would later say that she liked scaring people and that it made her feel powerful. She started to hang out at the mall with her new goth friends, some of her who were a lot older than her. And I want to remind everyone, and you, Mom. Yes. Jasmine's 11. I know. She was a young child, not a teenager, not an adult. No, she's still a child. So what's going on at home that their parents do not know where this child is? Oh, they do. She gets God. She's going to get in trouble. Okay. She was going through changes, obviously. She All hit right. puberty early. Yeah. So. She's got and, boobs. Yeah. That was a trying time for any girl. Uh huh. I mean, we all know. Oh. <laughs> so, as. Really? Before we get to the next part of our story, I want to remind everyone Jasmine's 11. 11. At this time. 11. Jeremy Steinke was a 22 year old unemployed man. Mm. Ugh. Growing Ugh. up, Jeremy just, was bullied and abused. Did you get goosebumps? I just got goosebumps because that's gross. Yeah. That's just like that's yep. half his age. And it's a child. Is it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't She's matter. 11. It's just, it's, it's a so child. Gross. Was it nine years? They're 11 years apart. 11. Mm-hmm. Jeremy's father walked out on him when he was just two years old. Jeremy's mother got with an abusive drug. In Jeremy's own words, quote, he had a tendency to abuse me and my siblings. Physical abuse and mental abuse. He tie us up to chairs, make us watch other children get abused as well. Unquote. You know, what's so sad is that we always feel sorry for the child mm-hmm. and never the, uh, the adult they become. Yeah. I know everybody has choices, but, you well, know, sometimes yeah. there's no choice to be had. There's, yeah. Well, he, he had a choice to be with an 11 year old girl. I, I, I realized that. Yeah. But no, but I mean, you saying, saying like, and he, we were, you know, we're, we're feel, feeling sorry for him as being point, a child. Yeah, yeah. As a kid. As a you kid. You feel sorry for his kid age. His kid age. Child. Yes. At but, 22, you no longer feel sorry for But what he him. went through that we feel sorry for made him who he is now. You know what I mean? Which is sad. Yes. Because he might not but have been. But don't forget about Jasmine's upbringing, though, either. Yeah, she comes from pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. So these two aye, meet okay. in the middle. Yeah. Choices. 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 One of his classmates said, quote, I remember being in grade five with him and he was always late for class. I remember the teacher finally fed up with him coming in late every morning, confronting him about it and telling him to set his alarm clock or get his mom to set it for him. That was all it took. And he snapped. I remember him screaming at the teacher in front of all of us about how he didn't have an alarm clock and his mom wouldn't buy one. End quote. (laughs) So he didn't have a good life. Mm -mm. He's called Jeremy Stinky by his classmates. Because, of course, he stunk. He didn't take a shower. They probably didn't have any kind of hygiene soap. I couldn't imagine growing up not having, like, a support system at home. Mm-mm. But at the time Jeremy was 15, he was cutting himself. 
an alcoholic and he tried to hang himself. See, and you can't help yeah. but feel sorry for him at this point. At this point. You feel sorry for the child version of him. Exactly. Uh, it is believed that Jeremy was born with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. So this is a disorder that when a mother drinks while pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it said that his mom is an alcoholic. Some of the signs are poor coordination, hyperactive behavior, difficulty with attention, poor memory, difficulty in school, especially with math, learning disability, speech and language dis- uh, delays, low uh, intellectual disability or low IQ, poor reasoning and judgment skill. It's also said that they would um, hang out with younger kids because it's more of their mental. They're, they're immature. Yeah. Yeah. As we continue we, uh, with our story, we'll see a lot of these things are Jeremy. He had trouble in school. He ended up dropping out before he graduated. He started getting into the goth lifestyle, hanging out at the mall with younger girls because he liked the attention. <laughs> because he would drive them around and buy them alcohol. <laughs> He's 22. Yes. At the mall is mm-hmm. where Jeremy, 22, and 11-year-old Jasmine met for the first time. Hanging out at the mall. That's, I Now I know why my parents didn't want me hanging at the mall. <laughs> Creepy. Yes. Creepos. And this is where we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll get into what happens after Jeremy and Jasmine meet and the consequences they'll have for more than just them. What do you, what are your takes on the story so far? Um, I'm very curious of what's going to happen. Right, well, I'm kind of glad you didn't look into it because I know it so. must have been the other one I was thinking of that I looked into. Well, maybe, or is this one? No, no, because nothing sounds familiar. Really? Mm. Okay, there was another Richardson thing. I think it was like Tara or something. I don't remember the name. No. So we are talking about Jasmine, who is. 11, almost 12, hanging out with Jeremy, a 22-year-old high school dropout. A huge red flag, a 20-something hanging out with preteens who are not family. Preteen, we're talking about children who are not family, and where are their parents? Clearly, there's no way that Jasmine's parents would allow her to spend time with Jeremy. Mm -mm. I do believe, though, at this time, Jeremy thought Jasmine was at least 15. She did look older if you look in the pictures of her. If you Google what she looks like, right. you would... You know, it's just so scary. Between 14 and 16, the maturity of difference. Girls? Yeah. Girl, yeah. I'm Boy, not talking physically yeah. either, mentally yeah. as well. Um, She was wearing, like I said, dark and heavy makeup that made her look older than her age. Mm-hmm. So even so, he was almost 22, hanging out with 15-year-olds. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. No. Well, that is too young. <laughs> no, you were 16. Oh, that was 21. And you were 16. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. also the 80s. Yeah. And you weren't 11. No. That's why I, that's so why you're both sad. Young. You're older and he, dad was younger. Yes. What is the age difference? 16, 17, 18. Five years. Ages. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Cradle yep. robber. Yep. <laughs> and his, his wife now is younger. <laughs> yeah. She, just, I think she's younger than I am. Yeah. He just seems young. Dad. Yeah. He can't sit still. So. No. I can't believe he's going to retire. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's going to get bored. He, uh, he'll find stuff to I'm do. Sure. Um, the age gap is nine years. Wait, I thought it was so 11. 
No, that's... 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's oh, 11, 11 years. years. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That is nine years if it's she was 15. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Sorry. Would you? No matter, no matter how you slice it, it's a freaking huge gap. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. of the age difference, Jeremy... It's a mentality difference. And Jasmine had to communicate online. Yeah. Because her parents were not allowing that. They both were on MySpace and the website Vampire Freaks. On that website, they both had profiles. Jeremy claimed to be a 300-year-old werewolf who liked the taste of blood. He listed his interest as scarification, pain, kinky fetishes, blood, and razor blades. Uh, How is that an interest? Uh, Lovely. Blood. So what are you going to do? Cut yourself and lick it? I don't know. He described himself as a, quote, a gothic individual who believes in blood, destruction, guts, gore, and greed. I Am I God's champion or Satan's angel? End quote. I just don't understand. He, like, Gicky went, did that goth thing, like wearing all yeah, black and stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't razor blades. And, no, you this, know. I feel like he Googled gothic and just it decided just, that's what he was going to do. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So on the website, Jasmine described herself as bisexual, Wiccan, nocturnal, awkward, a deep thinker, and insane. Eleven. Yes. Bisexual. She listed her Does hobbies. Does she know? As well, they were sexually active. Oh my god. At eleven, she listed her hobbies as dark poetry, crim- criminal psychology, blood, kinky shit, and human anatomy. Ugh. So, like I said, she's eleven. Eleven. But. I feel like kids these days. Some it's very educated for her. Yeah, you know, her mom was a reiki, reiki, reiki person. Yeah, reiki, so I could see reiki. where she could get the Wiccan stuff from. But right, right. I feel like again, somebody just googled gothic, and they're like, "Okay, that's me." Yep, that's me. What's your definition? Okay, I'll take number two. Yeah. <laughs> After they met, it didn't take long for Jeremy to ask Jasmine to be his girlfriend. Oh. At this time, I want what to are we two? Oh no, what eleven? And remind everyone that she is twelve and he is twenty-three. So now he's twelve. Point, yep. Okay. It isn't clear that if that at this time he's aware of her age. Okay. I don't. It never gets cleared up if yep. he ever knew her age. Well, now he's less than half her age. She's. I mean, well, she's she's less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now. Yeah. It's so gross. It's gross. Twenty-three and twelve. <laughs> Here's my my girlfriend. She's she's <laughs> in seventh grade. Oh it isn't clear, like I said. Once to to Mark dance? and Deborah were aware of Jer- Jasmine talking to Jeremy, they forbid her from talking in- to him and seeing him. Rational decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any parent of a 12-year-old who wouldn't want them hanging around with an unemployed 23-year-old who wore a vial of blood around his neck. Okay, so, right. um, and you're going to tell a 12-year-old? No, so they could, no, you're not leaving the house. No, you're not. We're yeah. taking the computer. Okay, so then what's going to happen? Um, I know, I know. They, she went to therapy yeah, and yeah. started to be her old self again. Okay. But they uh, medicate her? No, no. No. Just like she was try- starting to, you know, stop communicating for a little while, but they thought it was yep. all a game. Like, it was all yep. play. Of course it was. I'll fake it. So She's not stupid. No. Obviously. They would still communicate through emails and phone calls. Yep. When uh, Jasmine got caught doing this on top of acting out at school. Her parents decided to ground her. Like I said, they took away her computer, her phone, everything. Yep. Yep. This only made them gravitate to each other more. Of course. They that's... were in love. <laughs> and like I said earlier, sexually active. So is he a pedophile? Yes. Yeah. There's no way yes. she can make that decision. No. No. Uh, totally illegal. 
and he did. I don't. He never gets charged for that. No, no, really. Mm-hmm. He'll get charged for other stuff. Yeah, like I said, they're in love. What are they going to say it's consensual? I don't know what the age of consent is. Isn't it like fourteen in Maine? In in Maine, maybe. Do you know there's some states where uh, you can get married at fourteen without mm-hmm. any permission? Uh, like there was something that just changed in the state of Maine too. I couldn't remember what it was. Though. Well, the age of consent in Maine is 16 with strict permission from a judge and a parent. Other than that, it's 18. <laughs> like, hey, the, can I get a judge over here? Well, like, you have to go to the judge and explain why. Why you want to have sex? Married. Oh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Married. Uh. No, it's 16, I think, in Maine. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. no, no, some states... Some states it's say it can be as low as 12, or 12, 13, no, 12, 12, yeah. Where, where's a Warren Jeffs, Arizona, Arizona, Colorado City. Yeah. 12, he married 12 year olds and stuff. Oh, geez. He had a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, who was that? Warren? Warren Jeffs. Oh, the, the uh, FLDS. Preacher? Yeah. He's in jail now. You don't say. <sighs> it's about time. Okay, right. It's, there's still people that follow him that don't. They won't. He refuses. He part of the scripture is he's. They're not allowed to look at stuff. Oh, so they yeah don't believe. Yeah. yeah. So what they don't see, they don't know. So he's still from jail preaching. Oh my god! And And they let him too. No physical contact between married couples. And he's married. Yeah, to like seventy-two women. No, seventy-two. Any of age? Now they are probably. Yeah, a lot of them escaped. 72. I think so, because he took his yeah. father's wives when his father died. Yeah. It's fucked up. You should, it was gross. I think I remember seeing it, it years yeah. ago on. Yeah, um, he was the most wanted for FBI. <laughs> he was on the most wanted list. <laughs> Anyways. um, So Jasmine would sneak down the basement and make like secret phone calls to Jeremy late at night. Yeah. Told you. Happens. Yeah. On March 20th, 2006, Jasmine had emailed Jeremy said, quote, I have a plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you, end quote. I knew it. At 12 years old, <laughs> I can see this these words being something like out of anger, frustration. Like, right. I hate you. Right. But her mindset through this whole thing, though, come on. It seems older. Yeah, very much older. Yeah. She seems like she is 15, 16 mm-hmm. years old and is making those decisions of a child. I mean, I know Michaela said stupid stuff in anger. Mm-hmm. But the way mm-hmm. you, they don't, kids we don't get their do. way. Even adults yeah. do. Yeah, when you get not getting your way, you're going to say something stupid. Yeah. Saying this, though, to a 23-year-old who's obsessed Ooh. with you is a problem. Yep. Any thoughts she had because she... What? Sorry, I wrote that <laughs> weird. So she thought, these are her thoughts. I want them to die because I can't be with you. Okay. Jeremy, right? Yep, yep. He, he was, she wouldn't have done it by herself. No. There was no, no. her doing that, but... In an email reply to this, Jeremy wrote, quote, well, I love your plan, but we need to get a little more creative with like details and stuff, end quote. So he's so, like, he took what she said and was like, let's do it. We've got a plan. So yep, he had already started that plan. Around this time, Jeremy has also made a poem blog post on April 3rd, 2006. It said, quote, payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. They say that they really care. They don't know what's going on. They just assume. As their greed continues to consume, she is slowly going insane. She continues to think I came into her life to help her out and to stop what they keep trying to shout. It's all bullshit. 
Their throats I want to slit. They'll regret the shit they have done, especially when I see to it they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. End quote. Ugh. What a fucking wordsmith, right? That was him? No, uh, yeah, he wrote a poem. Oh my, poem. oh, my God. Tell me, like, he is not the he's biggest not poser you've ever heard of. Like, so fake. Well, I think he's got problems. He's full of obviously. shit. Obviously. Yeah. But at 23, is like, you go, people, we'll everybody. Be man. Yeah, everybody goes through shit in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You went through shit. Everybody. Mm-hmm. How you move on from it, but hanging out with a 13, a 12 year old. Right. Is it going right. to grow your brain? You oh, need it's to. It's bringing you down. It is. I feel like she's probably a little more mature than him. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like I said before, I don't think anything would have happened without him. Right. Kids right. say stupid stuff all the time when they're mad at their parents. They don't have the. Jeremy's uh, an adult. Avenues either. Some of them don't. By the time he. He's 23. Mm-hmm. At this point in your life, you mm-hmm. had two kids. Okay, so right? he had Think two kids about, be- yeah. before he even had her. I mean, before he even met her. You did, yeah. Oh, I did. You you had two oh, kids. Oh, yes, I By did. By the time you were 23, yes. you had two children. Yes. Full-time job. Married. Yes, married, full-time. Yep. Yeah, so yep. at 23, he's writing poems about his lover's rents. Yeah, no. And I was you mature are- for my age, though. We also had to take care of two kids. Yeah. <laughs> and my father. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So they would talk about running away to Europe and living in a castle. So give me a break. They said that they they could never do any of this, though, because her parents would search for him, so they had to kill them. He said that. They both did. They both did? Yeah. Um, So she's now on the the bandwagon anyway, as soon as he said it, I'm sure. A lot of people have the opinion of she put it in his head and because Mm -hmm. he's something's wrong with him. That he was easily manipulated. I think that they were each other's match. You know what I mean? Like one wouldn't burn without the other. It's like you guys, when you have a certain friend. Yeah. And I love you both, but uh, I don't want you both together at all. Exactly. (laughs) I think me and Jolene. As soon as you got together, trouble happens. Yeah. Like Whitney's mom thought that about me. Said I was a bad influence. Well... Coming home all bruised up. We are also 20-something years old. I know. I had my own place. I was going to say, and I didn't find out until years after. Her mom loves me (laughs) So, anyways, um, the problem with this, on top of wanting to kill her parents, they said uh, they had to kill her brother. He couldn't live. He couldn't be an orphan. That's just too sad. Oh, my Might as well just uh, kill him. They're crazy. It's insane. Stupid. They, the other thing is they didn't keep this a secret. Jasmine and Jeremy both told friends that they were going to kill her parents. Uh, they told people and nobody believed them that, because it sounds crazy. It is crazy. It's insane. But when people say that, you take take note. Yeah, that's a take problem. Note. That's a problem. Yeah. Because we're going to get into that. Yeah. On the night of April 22nd, 2006, Jeremy was getting drunk and stoned. He bought himself a 12 pack of beer and an eighth of weed. Once he finished the beer, he, he moved on to hard liquor. Oh. So an eighth of weed, a 12 pack, and then vodka. Okay. Well, Jeremy was getting off, was off getting wasted. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Jasmine was relaxing at her home, talking to friends. Hmm. Yeah. Taking a bath. Mm-hmm. 
Around nine that night, Jeremy left his home that he still shared with his mom and went to visit his friend Jordan. Now, I want to remind you, Jeremy had polished up a 12-pack of beer and ate the weed and some vodka. Yes. So, driving around drunk. Yes. I was going to say, I hope they were right next door. But, uh, I mean, that's going to be the least of the things he does this this evening. The reason he was going to visit Jordan was because he wanted Jordan to help him murder Jasmine's parents. So, he went to him saying, help me murder. Help me murder. And they did. He did nothing. Nothing. The guy didn't. Thought he, he was just, too drunk. He said, "No, fuck off. I'm all set." Yeah, like he told he me, "Go d- kick rocks." Yeah. Ugh. He also asked his friend Grant, same thing, different. Grant's day. like, "No." Yeah, they all say no, but no. they all don't go to the police. Like, don't say anything. this guy's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is just a long list of people that knew about what they were planning. Mm. Although I don't think anyone actually believed them. They got to stop listening to podcasts, right? Yeah, it brings your in. This is 2006. Though. Oh, true. They probably just. Starting maybe after Jordan told him no, nah, go go kick rocks. Uh, he went home again and sat mm-hmm. down with his friends and watched the movie Natural Born Killers. Okay, so you've never seen Natural Born Killers? I have not. It's got Woody Harrelson and Jul- Juliet Lewis. Uh, I knew Willie Harrison was in there, but yeah. it was just He's I know they went on. Him. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I did Google it because I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Kirsten says she's seen it, but of course she has. Uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah. um it's about two people who had bad childhoods Mm -hmm. coming together and going on a killing spree yep it's about how the media sensationalizes crime and criminals in the process they kill the girl's parents but in the movie they let the little girl the girl's brother live Hmm. that was like his favorite movie yeah as jeremy was watching he would comment on how jasmine and him would do things differently i don't put any blame on the movie it's a movie but I mean, it's like me watching like, you know, Boondock Saints or something like that. And then going and shooting bunch of so bad guys. Now, yeah. So now he's, yeah, there's my plan right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So he, his friends was like, dude, stop talking about the fucking killing your parents because right. it's bullshit. Right. And Jeremy's response to them was, if you could talk her out of it, I won't do it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Around 2 a.m. And they still did nothing. No. Around 2 a.m., Jeremy was heard on the phone talking to who we would assume is Jasmine, asking her if she is sure this is what she wants to do. After oh, that, yes, I, yes yeah. it is. After that phone call, Jeremy left his house and headed to his friend Cam's house to get some cocaine. Oh, okay. On top of being stoned and drunk, he yes. went over there and did at least four to six lines of coke. you got to wake up from all that stuff. <laughs> and smoked more weed, <laughs> as well as drinking some more. And right before he left, he took an ecstasy pill. That's it. How he didn't OD? I don't know. I don't know. It could have been an all-day affair. Uh, Yeah, I think so. But Mm. to say he was completely fucked up would be an understatement. Mm. That's a lot of drugs. That's a lot of drugs. That's a lot of drugs. (laughs) He was young, though. He could handle it. It's a lot of drugs. I can barely handle edibles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After he was all messed up, he headed over to Jasmine's house. He got her attention by throwing something at the window. Jasmine let him in the basement. Um, a window yep. in the basement. Yep. And this noise woke up Deborah, Jasmine's mom. Yep. Now this is where we're going to be getting to this tough stuff. So reminder, everyone, trigger warning of murder talk for those who need it. Nah, nah, nah. As Deborah came down the stairs of the basement, she came face to face with Jeremy. He was wearing a black neoprene face mask. What's neoprene? Uh, it's a type of material. It's like okay. I think. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> Black fishnet arm stockings, I guess. A leather wristband, a neck bandana, and heavy eyeliner. 
So you're going to murder somebody, but let's put fishnets on your arms. The fuck? Fishnets? Fishnet, like arm stockings. Why? I don't fucking know because he's a weirdo. Why would you do that? He had a neck bandana, like a wrist. He was just all gothed right out. He got dressed up. Oh, <laughs> like a mask. Like, face, okay, like a face it. mask. Well, so, oh, so it was like, like 2020, 2020 yeah, mask. 2020 okay. mask, but it's a little bit better yeah. because it's fabric. I wonder if it was like a whole face mask or no, because if you can see the fit now. Sounds oh, like it's probably the covering the, his face. The Yeah. yeah. His uh, no, nose. I got one mouth. for Nathan for like when he goes sh- like shoveling, it goes around like his neck and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this startled Deborah because holy shit, there's a guy dressed in gothic clothing. Um, yeah, looking at her at the bottom of her yeah. stairs. Of course, she probably didn't see her daughter. No, before she could react, Jeremy started to attack her. I think by this time, Jasmine had boot scooted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stabbed her. Deborah put up as a fight because she would be found with defensive wounds. Oh yeah. In the end, she was overpowered and stabbed to death. The noise and struggle woke up Mark, her husband. Yep, who rushed down wielding a screwdriver. Mark surprised Jeremy who rushed when he rushed down the stairs. In Jeremy's own words, quote, he came at me real fast. I was scared shitless. I thought I was going down. I went to back up and tripped and fell, and he jumped on me and attempted to stab me in the chest. He grabbed my face and shoved my his thumbs in my eyes, end quote. Oh, he got all the defensive moves down, didn't yeah. he? Uh, didn't work. I see that. Because uh, Jeremy would start stabbing Mark. Yeah. Mark asked him why he was doing this, and the last words Mark would ever hear was, Quote, it is what your daughter wanted, end quote. <laughs> Jeremy stabbed Mark so hard that the tip of the knife bent. Oh, yeah. Jeremy dropped the knife there and headed upstairs. In the bedroom of the eight-year-old Jacob was Jasmine already. <gasps> she was holding her brother, telling him to shush, and it is said that she tried to suffocate him. Once Jacob realized what was going on, uh, when Jeremy walked into the room, he... It is believed he grabbed a lightsaber, you know, mm-hmm. from Star Wars because mm-hmm. it was his favorite movie. He wanted to be a Jedi and stuff. Right. And tried to um, protect Defend himself with that. Yeah. Because they found blood all over it. Oh, that poor child. It didn't work and he was stabbed in the neck and killed almost instantly. They uh, called it a bloodletting event. So um, they must they have probably hit artery. Hit artery yeah. If it went so. quick, yeah. Ugh. That's sad. That is so sad. And mm. unnecessary? Mm. Just, you know, out in the wild... Mama Wolves will kill a pup every once in a while just because it might not be right. You know, it's yeah. going to hold the pack behind or whatever. Yeah. And siblings will get, kill siblings, but we are not a pack of wolves. No. Have you seen um, the pack of the wolves in Yellowstone where the leader, the alpha, will go in the back to protect the elderly wolves? Aww. It's so cute because they go slow, so the yeah. alpha will be in the back yeah. to make sure that everybody's that okay. Mm. And that's the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. So cute. Uh, those freaking bison are going crazy. In Yellowstone? Yeah, people, you, why people get close to them? It's the they're stupid. stupid. Fucking idiots. They get, stupid. I'm not mad. I'm not sad that you got gored. No, that sucks neither am I. You were two feet away from it. Animal. Just they, because it's called Yellowstone Park doesn't mean you can go pet a, them. It, they're not behind cages. Well, it's a fucking it's a wildlife preserve. People get excited when they stand next to a horse, so they get excited if they. It's a uh, fucking bison. It's a bison. They're what three two thousand pounds they're at huge. least two thousand, and they pounds. have those fucking horns. Yeah, they'll, they'll fuck kill you. you up. They'll kill what you. If they've been fucking people up. I hope they don't kill them because mm-hmm. it's no fucking fault. Like killing that. 
that gorilla when the lady jumped in there and attacked her? It's her own fucking fault. You shoot her. Shoot her. And it's just, um, what was it? If, uh, it's animal cruelty. Take her out. If the bison, if it kills somebody, I think they end up quarantining it until, um, they know if it's okay in the brain. It's it's fine. People are quarantining the people. Mm -hmm. They're crazy. I was talking about this with the vet the other day. What was I? I watched another thing about a gorilla. A little boy fell in. Mm -hmm. The gorilla saved it. Protected it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the other ones kept coming over and it would shoo them away. Right. Yep. I saw that one. But (sighs) Jesus. Fucking hell. Anyways. So that's sad. So, yes. Jeremy left first. He was super freaked out. And uh, Jasmine was taking too long, in his opinion, getting her stuff together. So he took off out of the house and got into his truck and left. <laughs> Once Jasmine was all ready to go, she went outside to call a cab. Okay. Because she didn't want to be in the house with you know, the dead bodies. The dead bodies that they placed all over the house. Once uh, she got a cab and brought to Jeremy's house. So a 12-year-old calls a cab at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning. It'll, it's fine. I'm going to the airport. Right. So uh, once they got to Jeremy's house, they then headed to his friend Cam's house. And that's where they stayed for the night. After they woke up, they headed to like a party house, like a crash pad. where yep. Nobody teenage- knows. Yeah. Teenagers right. just party there. Right. That's what uh, happens in the big city. Uh, well, I, mean, <laughs> I think. I mean, even partying with me, you always knew the house you can go to at any time oh, because yeah. people are oh, yeah. getting shit faced. We had fields. Yeah. Uh, that this past crash pad, they would cuddle and kiss on the couch. Aww. When they did interact with people, they told them what they did. That's disgusting. No one believed them. Jasmine would even make a statement to someone that her brother gargled when she stabbed him in the neck. <sighs> Not a single person. No, the police. no. Nobody nothing. was like. This is weird. Nothing of I'm scared to death of you. This is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is going while this was going on while they were partying, getting shit faced, telling everybody about it. Six year old little boy was making a heartbreaking discovery. <sighs> Who's a six year old neighbor? Okay. Jacob had made plans with his friends from next door. Mm-hmm. I think his name was Gareth. Mm-hmm. He was six. Mm. He came over to get Jacob so they could hang out. And from the basement window, he saw the bodies of yeah, Mark he- and Deborah. Lucky he was looking before he entered. He, well, he, knock. Yeah. Assuming, but he ran home and told his mom that there are bodies at Jacob's with blood on them. His mom called the police immediately. This is when they found the bodies of Mark, Deborah, and Jacob. They initially thought that Jasmine had been abducted. They put it, put on the Amber alert. 12 year old. Yep. Saying they were looking for her uh, about a family matter. Mm-hmm. They didn't say what it was for mm-hmm. or anything. They didn't want to alert anybody. While they continued to search for Jasmine, they went to her school and talked to her counselors and checked her locker. This is when they found out that Jasmine wasn't missing. She was on the run and most likely a participant in the murders. Mm -hmm. In her locker, they found a cartoon. It is a stick, three stick figures and two stick figures pouring gasoline on them. Okay. And burning them. Okay. Saying, oh my God, why are you burning us? Stuff like that. Yeah, we know who the two are. They made them look. They also looked in their inner history and emails. And this is when they discovered that she had been planning this for a while. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to the beginning of her story when Jasmine mm-hmm. and Jeremy were being arrested in Leader, Saskatchewan, only 80 miles away from okay. where they murdered their parents. They didn't get far enough. They were both arrested and charged with the murders of Mark, Deborah, and Jacob. While they were in jail, they would exchange letters. And Jeremy even asked Jasmine to marry oh, him. Oh, you marry me? And she accepted. Uh, oh. and but I they can't my... get married. She's too young. No, she's 12. 12. 
years old people. Twelve. And she's in jail? Yes. For now. For now. Jasmine's trial started in June 2007. So this was in what, 94? 2007. Oh. 2006. 2006 when this, so she could be out. Go ahead. During the course of the trial, <laughs> nobody outside of it could know her name because she was under age. Okay. They only referred to her as JR. So gotcha. those quotes you heard were people from trial talking right. about her. JR. Um, because she was under the age of 13 when the crimes took place. Mm-hmm. They have specific rules like Canada. During her trial, Jasmine kind of threw Jeremy under the bus, said that she couldn't stop him and he, she was in like a zombie-like state and she only meant that killing them was a joke. She is manipulative. She never meant for it to happen. No matter the story she told, though, she was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder on July 9, 2007. Jasmine would be the youngest person ever convicted of murder in Canada's history. Ready for this? Wow. On November 8, 2007, she was sentenced to a maximum of 10 years. That's what I said. 10 years. Yes, 10. She would spend four of those years in a psychiatric hospital and another four under supervised probation. Mm -hmm. By the time she is 23 years old, she will be out of prison. Mm -hmm. We'll get into what she's doing now. Mm -hmm. Jeremy's trial started on November 17, 2008. Not quite sure why it was so late. Uh, Many people testified to the fact that Jeremy tried to recruit his friends to do the murders. Did they finally step forward? Yeah. A lot of people came out. Another person who got in trouble for all this was Casey Lancaster, the girl I talked about getting arrested. Right. She would testify against Jeremy in his trial. And I think she got off with her charges for testifying. She got um, something about evidence, like getting rid of evidence. um, She actually cleaned Jeremy's truck with blood and hid it from the police. Yes. Uh, Tampering with evidence. Yeah. Yes. Um, And she did all this because she had a crush on him. Look up a picture of him. He's not handsome. No. no. During the trial, Jeremy was asked why he did this. And his response was, quote, when you found your soulmate, you do anything for them. I did anything. End quote. Okay. okay. Soulmate. He's 23. Yeah. She's 12. Yeah. No fucking. Nope. The soulmate no. came and went. There's no such thing as a 12 year old. No, that's, that's, this isn't. No, 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 no. He got three life sentences and would not be eligible for parole for 25 years. He got oh. sentenced on December 15th, 2008. During their time in jail, it is said that Jasmine and Jeremy were in contact with each other for a little while. Then a few years into her sentence, Jasmine started to feel bad because, I don't know, she grow up a little bit. Maybe. During Maybe. Um, her stay in the psychiatric hospital, she was diagnosed with conduct disorder and defined disorder. Okay, so she doesn't want to be there. Con- no, conduct disorder is defined as, quote, a group of behavioral and emotional problems characterized by disregard for others. Children with conduct disorder have a difficult time following rules. So, I don't know, being a kid. Yeah, being that's a what I said. Girl. In September of 2011, Jasmine attended classes at Mount Royal University in Calgary. In late uh, 2011, she was released from the psychiatric hospital. In 2012, at 18 years old, Jasmine was back out in the community yep. during her supervised yep. probation. So she tagged she have a bracelet? I'm not sure how yeah. they do it in Canada. I don't know how par- parole goes. All the people who dealt with her while she was under the care, so she was model prisoner, was taken to rehab really well. Uh, in 2016, Jasmine was 23, what received parole, and was released. 
And she must have done She's something. out and about in the world. Right a free now. woman. Yes. And being good. And since she didn't get in trouble, her record has been expunged. So you look up her name, whatever her... you have her, no idea. Nope. Yeah. She could be a teacher. Yeah. She is living in an undisclosed location with a new identity, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's, like I said, she could be a teacher because she has a clean record. <sighs> That's wild to think that she helped murder her family. Uh, helped. She could, was the mastermind behind it. Pretty much. And but it's, it's sad she's because... She's 11. I know. it. Hormonal things going back I said back this to Papuli. It's like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So Canada's really serious about like when it comes to rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So they don't want people to sit in jail. So hopefully she's rehabilitated. I think she, Maybe they have something we don't... Hopefully she's... Every night when she closes her eyes that... She sees a brother. And, she sees a mother. Yeah. She sees the father. Hopefully she's in pain every day. But mm-hmm. I just like a severe depression every day. Yeah, parent, I mean, family got killed at your yeah. own hands. America has the worst jail system in the world. Yep. I mean, not in the world, but pretty we, close. We stick them in there, like the last prisoner stick project. Stick them in and forget them. Yeah, which I suggest people look into is there's still people in jail mm-hmm. for nonviolent weed offenses. Yep. Why? Why? I don't why, get it. Why clog it up? Why um, clog it up? Jeremy is still in jail and serving in sentences, and I believe he's married now. Oh, in jail. To some girl, because as the trial was going on, he had fans. Oh. Because that's so disgusting. I know there's, like, we like true crime, but we like the process of the crime. Yeah, not the criminal themselves to call and People are obsessed with, like, serial killers and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I'm obsessed with the story. I like the story. I don't like them. No. What they did is wrong. They're a joke. No. We shouldn't be talking about them. We should talk no. about the victims. Never mind having, oh, I'm sure he gets conjugal visits. Oh, gross. But, you know, it's, <laughs> I like figuring it out how, it, how everything went through. I, that's why I hate unsolved ones. Uh-huh. I hate unsolved. I keep trying to find mysteries that are solved. But yeah. I, there's like, only very few podcasts out there. I hate the, the unsolved because I hate being I, like, what? I like it when they pop back up and they go, update. Oh, update. Yeah. yeah. Solve mystery. So that's our story for today. Is that what you thought was going to happen? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) It leaned until the very, until it came to the end. Then it's like, oh, she She was not, she's not being pimped out. She She was having a relationship with him. Yes. Yuck. All right. Thank you all for listening this week. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all listening platforms that you use. So Spotify, Apple, you can like, you can review, do all that fun stuff. Also, follow us on Facebook and TikTok at the Macaw Family Podcast. Also on Instagram at Macaw Family. You can also share episodes that you like to friends that you think would be interested in this case. You can shoot us an email at macawfamilypod at gmail.com. And we shall see you later. Bye. Bye.